Welcome to Revival is Here Again with Apostle Goodhart. God is about to speak directly to you as this message is guaranteed to impact your life. As you listen today, expect that God's Word has been sent in your direction to bring about revival, healing, restoration, and transformation. With faith in your heart and great expectation, join me to receive God's Word through His choice vessel, Apostle Goodheart O. Equeme. Turn to Matthew 17, still standing, and also companion text, Matthew 9, 14 to 15. But we're at Matthew 17, 19, 20, 21. Shall we read together boldly, courageously as a family? The one, two, three, go. Then came the disciples to Jesus apart and said, Why could not we cast him out? And Jesus said unto them, Behold, because of your unbelief, for verily I say unto you, if you have faith as a grain of mustard seed, you shall say unto this mountain, Remove hence to yonder place, and it shall remove, and nothing shall be impossible unto you. Howbeit this kind goeth not out but by prayer. There is a this kind, this kind wahala. But by prayer and fasting, it will surrender to Jesus. Amen. Matthew 9, 14 and 15. Then came to him the disciples of John, saying, Why do we and the Pharisees fast often? But thy disciples fast not. And Jesus said unto them, Can the children of the bride chamber mourn as long as the bridegroom is with them? But the days will come when the bridegroom shall be taken from them, and then shall they fast. These are the days. For assignment, unleashing the supernatural power of fasting and prayer. Unleashing the supernatural power of fasting and prayer. Prayer is powerful. When prayer is combined with fasting, it's even more powerful. Our Father, yet again, we thank you for your holy word. I beseech you to take a coal of fire. Very altar of heaven, anoint the lips and the tongues of clay of this seventh son of yours. That today I will speak to your people. Thus said the Lord. Move every man, boy, girl, in this one, those online connected from where we are to the glorious place reserved for us in destiny. We vow to give you the praise and glory and the honor for the change, shift, and lift that comes upon us today. In Jesus' wondrous name we pray. Somebody shout a big amen. Give me three or five baptized. Amen. 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 And amen. You may be still in God's wonderful presence. I began my discourse in our first service by simply highlighting the great import and importance of understanding. Somebody once said that understanding is what you stand under. It gives you a basis, a platform, a root foundation to stand on understand stand under this word is very critical for the saints who are not only going to survive as believers but are going to thrive it's one thing to survive be a survivor is one thing to thrive Whilst it is good that you survive, you didn't die, you made it barely. God really designed for you to thrive. 
and not barely survive. Somebody once said, there are different ways to win a battle. Some people win battles through much sweating, huffing, puffing, through much labor. But there are those who win their battles without breaking out a sweat. David was one of such men who, by the virtue of his understanding, the power of praise and worship, he engaged a lifestyle of worship. Mathematically, he said that he prayed three times in the morning, at noon, in the evening. He said, I will pray. But the same David said he praised seven times. So he spent more time engaging in the art of praise and worship more than prayer. As such, he won many battles without breaking out of sweat. They were asked the Lord, should I go against the Philistines? Yes, I went yesterday, quote unquote. Should I go again? If I should, in what way and manner should I go? Because a method worked yesterday doesn't mean that it's going to work today. So therefore, we must learn to engage consistently the prayer of inquiry, asking the Lord again and again. The Bible declares in Jeremiah 33 verse 3, Call unto me, and I will answer you. Not just that, I will then show you great and mighty things. God has things to show you in this season. As we engage the next 40 days and our corporate fast, I believe there are things God will be saying to you. There are things he'll be whispering to you that you need to engage in to do between now and the end of the year that will bring you the victory you've longed for. That is a power of strategy. A general in the army hardly goes to war physically. But by and large, he brings the strategy. And it's a strategy deployed what is deployed properly that guarantees victory if the men execute the strategy. Ah, yeah, yeah. So your God is a God of strategy. There are things he wants to download to you. There are areas perhaps you've labored in yesteryears, but he's saying, I, I don't want you to toil and sweat anymore. I want to show you the way out, the way forward, the way upward. Bible declares in Proverbs 14, 12, there is a way that seems right unto a man, but the end thereof leads to death and destruction. The preacher, Ecclesiastes 10, 15 says that the labor of the foolish makes them weary. It tires them, makes them faint. Yes, they are laboring. Yes, they are praying. Yes, they are fasting. Yes, they are giving, but they weary out. They don't know how to go to the city. They say, how to go to your city? Oh boy. They say, how to arrive at the last day of this year should Jesus tarry and you know that this year has been your year of revive to revive. Say, wait. That way is not found in the surface. The way is found for those who are willing to go into the deep and the depths. Who will inquire. Show me the way to go. There's something about asking. So you ask me, I will answer you. You seek, I will show you. You knock, the door shall be open. Matthew 7 verse 7. Ask, you receive. Seek, you find. Knock, the door shall be open. Verse 8 says, those that ask, 
receive. Those that seek find. Those that knock, the door shall be opened. So by inference, those who don't ask or receive. Those who don't seek will find. Those who don't knock, the door will not be opened. In the next 40 days, as a family, we're engaging in a season of waiting and watching to ask, to seek, and to knock. The Bible declares in Isaiah 40, 31, that there is a blessing and benefits for those who wait upon the Lord. They that wait upon the Lord. That's we now. From tonight. They that wait upon the Lord. Guess what? They shall renew their strength. That means there's a place where you can renew your strength. Mm. You can renew your strength. As a matter of fact, the verse before that, 28 to 9, speaks about the youth. It said the youth normally have a strong composition by virtue of their youth. But it said, even if youth shall faint, they will get tired. Because of the kind of pressure coming upon the dead age, it takes more than physical strength to survive. Spiritual strength. But as we wait upon the Lord, remember, he says, they that wait. He didn't say the young or the old. Ah. That means anybody who decides to wait, young or old, there is a blessing of renewal of strength that comes upon them. As you embark on this glorious journey of waiting and watching, may your strength be renewed in the name of the Lord. Be renewed physical strength, mental strength, spiritual strength, emotional strength. May your mind come alert, alive with creativity and innovation. May God cause world-shaking, world-changing ideas to come into your mind. As you lay your head upon your bed, may God infuse into your mind innovation and creativity. Somebody once said, it's one idea that will rock your world. In these 40 days, may you receive that one idea that will change your finances, that will change your health, and change your marital destiny. Somebody shout, one idea. One idea came to me to begin GPPA. No template. Four years ago, one idea in the thick of nothing. Three months, one year, two years, three years, four years. That one idea has covered nations. 26 stations on the radio and the airwaves. One idea. May God give you one idea to rock your world, to change your world. One innovation. Hallelujah. Glory to God. When the idea from heaven comes, you realize these days of sweating and toiling, perhaps they were needless. There's a way out. Please tell anybody there's a way out. They say, we're out of trouble, we're out of pain, we're out of delay, we're out of suffering, we're out of sickness. Somebody, under the sound of my voice, laboring under disease and infirmity, may the healing power of Jesus jerk you up now in the name of Jesus Christ. There is a way out of paradise. Oh, God declared to the first Adam, Genesis 1:26, be fruitful, multiply, replenish, subdue the earth and have dominion the same words that God spoke to Adam and Eve I release in my mouth on my mouth to you be fruitful multiply replenish subdue the earth guess what have dominion shout yes I believe hallelujah
Hallelujah. It's a fruitful company. It's a company that is enjoying replenishment, renewal, revival, restoration, and dominion. Glory to Jesus. Understanding is key and critical for any believer to maximize destiny and purpose. The Bible declares in John 8, 31 and 32. Then said Jesus to those Jews which believed on him. So they already believed. They were believers. But he said, though you believe, if you continue in my word. They couldn't have believed without the word. Romans 10, 17. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word. So for you to believe, faith came. Faith came by the word. So they had believed. They had the word. But if you continue. So you're doing well. I'm doing well. I said, well, God said, we must continue. <laughs> if you continue in my word, then are you my disciples indeed. And you shall know the truth. And the truth you know shall make you free. Beloved, the word of God is light. Says his word is light. Slight, slight, light. When light shows up, darkness disappears. Light and darkness cannot have been together. They are mutually exclusive. <laughs> darkness speaks of the environment of the enemy. Where all kinds of trauma and disease, infirmity, weakness, destruction, sadness is found. Light speaks of the environment of God. Where deliverance and healing, joy, peace is found. <laughs> so what you need is light. Psalm 119-105. Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. My God. When you encounter the light of God's word, it dispels darkness. <laughs> Psalm 119-130 says, the entrance of God's word gives light. It gives understanding. That's the word. Understanding comes by the light of God's word. Hi. Mashakata. May somebody be illumined in a particular area of challenge. May you know what to do to bring you out of that circumstance. Being around the same mountain for too long, you hear a word within you saying, this is a way to go. Tell anybody there's a way out. There's a way out. May you find a way out in the next 40 days. There's a way out. Hallelujah. When the word is allowed to enter, it brings understanding. Somebody once said, the brighter you see, the faster you run. People who are running in their destiny, they're seeing something. They see something. They see something. Elijah said, I hear the sound of abundance already. In the middle of famine, drought, he saw he heard something. You hear the sounds of joy when men are seeing sorrow around you, around them. May you hear the sound of peace, shalom, when men are seeing all kinds of adversity around them. You know, the light will change your experience. You can be in the middle of darkness, but when light comes, it changes your experience. And one blessing of fasting in Isaiah 58 is that your light shall spring forth speedily. You bring forth the revelation. Understanding. Understanding is critical. Because it is possible to do the right thing 
and not get the right result. Write down, please. Write down, write down. It's possible to do the right thing and not get the desired results. Wow. You can give, you can pray, you can fast, you can do all of the good things, but if there's not adequate understanding, you won't get the result of doing the right thing. Jesus gave a parable of the parable of the sower. It's called found in Matthew, Matthew 13, Mark 4, Luke 8, the parable of the sower. The sower went to sow the word. Luke 8, 11 says the, the, word, the, the word is a seed. There were four grounds, you know the story. One is a ground called the wayside. The other is called uh, the stony ground. The other is called the thorny, thorny, thorny ground, ground of thorns. And the fourth is called the good ground. One of the versions calls it says a good heart, it's a good ground. Praise God. But you see, though the first three grounds were bad grounds, they didn't bear fruit, the fourth ground was a good ground. So the seed was sown in a good heart on a good ground. So though the heart was good, the heart was good, something happened. The Bible says, and they brought forth fruits or harvest in three dimensions, three levels. One was 30-fold, the other was 60-fold, the other was 100-fold. I mean, the ground is good, the church is good, the pastor is good, the choir is good, the people are good, but you're in the church. Somehow in the same church, listen to the same pastor, enjoy the same choir. Somehow, somebody has 34 in the same church. Somebody, 64, another 104. What may be the difference? Well, one possible suggestion is the level of understanding of the people recommending what fruit level they had. With a lower understanding, 34 result. Next level, 64 result. With a higher understanding, 104 result. God wants you to so understand that you move to the highest possible yield of what you're hearing. Hundredfold. Understanding. Understanding. Understand about tithing will make you fruitful in the area of tithing. Understanding about, about giving will make you fruitful in the area of giving. Ask yourself as a believer, you've done some things for so many years, but truth be told, if you're sincere and humble, you may not be getting the result, at least commensurate result, as you imagine, or others are getting. Check the understanding. Well, I'm back on the fast now. I've been in this lane of being a preacher for many years, but I've pulled out books on prayer and fasting. Say, Lord, I want another level of understanding. I may have been at 34 last year. I want 60, 100. Please, don't just embark on a fast without seeking the requisite understanding. Why am I doing this? For what purpose? What is a fast? Am I on a hunger strike? What are the blessings? What are the benefits of fasting? That's what I want to just uh, awaken your hunger to about the beautiful power and the blessings of a man that engages the dual combo of fasting and prayer. Prayer is powerful, but to combine prayer with fasting is amazing. Jesus said, this kind, Kondaya, there are troubles of this kind. There are trials of this kind. There are delays of this kind. You prayed for years, but said, come, combine prayer and fasting. This kind will give way. Hello, somebody. And by the way, let me correct something. He didn't mean, Pastor Kenny, when you're living life, you bump into this kind, then you now pray and fast. Then this kind will go away. You live your normal life again. This kind. Hey, pray and fast. Wow. 
This kind of prayer. Fast. No, sir. No, sir. No, sir. The idea is before you see it, this kind, you are loaded. You see, he said, if you pray when you're in trouble, you're praying too late. Somebody once said, if you pray only when you're in trouble, you're in trouble. So before you see it, this kind, you stay prayed up. So when this kind shows up, you have the power to move this kind. Praise God, somebody. You know I said that? So you may not, you may say to yourself, ah, oh God, everything is working. Everything is happening well. I don't have this kind of issue. My own, it did well. No, sir. Thank God everything is working. I'm happy for you. But, <laughs> as long as you're on this earth, Jesus said, John 16, 33, troubles abound those who live on the earth. But thanks be unto God, who always causes us to triumph. Said that said, these things I have spoken unto you that in me you might have peace. But in the world you shall have tribulation. But, but, but be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. So those who live in the world will find trouble around them. But the only difference is this. Like somebody once said, if you are in trouble and God shows up, you're not in trouble. Do you hear me? Have you read before? He's called the present help in trouble. If God is with me in trouble, am I really in trouble? No, come on, come on, come on. If God is with me in the fire, as a fourth man in Nebuchadnezzar's fire, he said seven times, am I really in trouble? No. If God is with me in the lion's den, the lion are hungry, ferocious, am I really in trouble? No. The lion becomes my pet. The fire becomes an air-conditioned partner. Why? Be shut up. He is with you in trouble. Makes a difference. Praise God. So don't wait for trouble. Prepare. Build up capacity. We're living in a very, very wicked world. First John 5.19, please write. First John 5.19, the entire world lies in wickedness. Please write. The entire world lies in wickedness. Wickedness, wickedness, wickedness. We know we are of God. But we're reminded this world we live in is a very wicked world. But thank God for the good hand upon our lives that makes a difference. Tests are being turned for you as testimonies. Say amen. amen. Trials are being turned for you as triumph. Say amen. amen. Obstacles being told for your stepping stone for miracles. Say amen. Hello, somebody. What is your lot? Not your lot. Your case is different. Why? The blood mark upon your life makes a difference. There is a covenant of exemption upon your life. Praise God. Understand it. So this morning, I want to look at understanding this power of prayer and fasting. Look at this amazing scripture. It will buttress what I'm trying to say. It must be in Psalm 49 20. Psalm 49 20. Please put that on the screen. This will buttress the point I've stretched and stressed. Hear this man that is in honor. Where is the man? Is in honor. Huh? But guess what? Understand it not. What happened? He's like the beast that perish. You know, 
This reminds me of some help me Lord some big men civil service government politics sometimes how they behave though they are placed in honor as big men you wonder how did you get there who made you a senator who made you a member of the federal house of rent <laughs> you're throwing punches how did you get there who made you CEO that you eat banana you wind down a CEO and throw outside who made you how did you get there as a man in honor that doesn't understand it's like a piece of the thing which is all around us so it's not enough to be in, in a place of honor you need to understand there are rights r-i-t-s that guide and govern honor otherwise you lose honor likewise beloved the lord is saying to us this morning look closer look deeper at the power of fasting based on scripture and with understanding we embark on this fast and determining to get all that is contained in that blessing called prayer and fast. Shout hallelujah. The Bible declares in Proverbs 4 verse 7, Wisdom is the principal thing. Therefore, get wisdom and with all thy getting, get understanding. Declare with me, I will get wisdom. I will also get understanding. Once again, I will get wisdom and I will get understanding. Hallelujah. When you have enough light from God's word, it will bring about liberty and emancipation. You know, many times we say that, oh, man of God, I, I have, I thought I understood this. I have light, you know. Um, there's no doubt that we can have light in particular areas. But the question is, do we have enough to bring us to the tipping point where we see the result we desire. So, so don't be discouraged. It is true. You have a measure of light concerning giving, tithing, fasting, and everything. But the question is, do I have enough light to really give me the hundredfold result? So the point is, everybody here will need to go in pursuit for light, especially in this area of fasting and prayer. I don't, it's, it, I made up my mind secretly. said, this one, this fasting, I go do one I would renew vigor and vitality. No, I go do up. This is revive to revive. I go see up by God's grace. So I'm challenging the people of God to open your heart, your spirit, to receive another dimension of light regarding fasting and prayer. Then we engage understanding in the next 40 days. We will not be wearing well doing. I didn't hear an amen. amen. It's one thing to start, another to finish. May you not be sidetracked by the second week. Or the fourth week or the sixth week will endure to the end will receive the full blessings of those who wait upon the Lord in prayer and fasting Jesus said this kind this kind every kind will move in these next few days I don't think you heard me I said every kind will move as we engage the dual power of fasting and prayer you've been around the mountain for too long the delays have been for too long Something is shifting in this time. 
I said something is shifting in this time. Something is moving at this time. That mountain is moving. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord somebody. Man of God, my name is, my name of Honorable Bishop Liberty Yiribo says, and I quote him, every man's mountain is traceable to his own ignorance. So there's no mountain anywhere. Is that a voice? There's no mountain anywhere. Every man's mountain is traceable to his own ignorance. Amen. 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 <laughs> ay, 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 ay. Every man's mountain is traceable to his own ignorance. He said the disease many suffer is not illness, it's IG, ignorance. Because once light comes, adequate light comes, darkness flees. May we hunger for truth. Hey, may we hunger for light to the degree that every trace of darkness will be dispelled in the next 40 days in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. I pray for you as I pray for myself that by the time we appear by the 40th day, guess what? Like Jesus in Luke 4 14 will come out in the power of the Holy Ghost. As the Bible declares, his fame was spread abroad. May the fame of Jesus over your life, over your family, over your home, over your career, over your endeavor. May the fame of Jesus upon you be spread abroad in the name of the Lord. I perceive shame is about to be terminated. I perceive disgrace is about to be disgraced. I perceive delay is about to be delayed. Shout yes, yes, yes. Ah, yeah, yeah. Power of fasting and prayer. I want hundredfold. What do you want? Are you okay with thirtyfold? Sixtyfold? We're going for what? Ah, yeah, yeah. Can I tell you? Deuteronomy 1.11 talks about another level of four. A thousand four. So beyond hundred is what? A thousand four. What's over there? So I'll make you a thousand times more. Can I speak to you? May Abba Father in this year of revive to revive make you your household a thousand times more in the name of Jesus Christ. You will not be able to recognize yourself a thousand times more. Yes, sir. <laughs> Can we pray in the Holy Ghost for two minutes? Express your faith. I will not be on the slow lane. I am coming on the frequency of the fast lane. Ah, this 40 days, fast lane. I move from the slow lane to the fast lane. Everything is slow hitherto. You give way for fast lane. Say fast lane, fast lane, fast lane. I'm getting on the fast lane. I will join this fast with all of my heart. Everything that God has reserved for me, I receive a download. I'm on the fast lane. Oh boy, oh boy. I will pray. I will wait. I will seek him. I will call upon him. Give God these 40 days. Ah, yes. I'm coming on the frequency of fast lane. I will not be left behind. No. I will press on to see. Press on to know as I'm known. Fast lane. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Beloved, in this year and beyond, let's determine or pose in our hearts to go for knowledge, for truth, for light, understanding, and wisdom in God's word.
Look at this. Even when it comes to praising and worshiping, understand this key. Psalm 47 verse 7 says, For God is the king of all the earth. Sing ye praises with what? Understanding. <laughs> so for God is the king of all the earth. Yes, he's the king of all the earth. But we need to sing praise with understanding. The more understanding we have about the power of praise, the more fruitful it becomes when we engage it. The more understanding we have about fasting and prayer, the fruitful will become as we engage it. So this one fast you're going to enjoy. Enjoy what? Enjoy grace to go all the way. Oh yeah, oh yeah. You, you just find there is, there is a strange wind beneath your sail carrying you from day 1 to day 7, day 14, day 28, day before your day. So what is done is done. Grace brought you there. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. What is fasting? What does it mean to fast? How do we begin to define what fast is? It's important to know what it is. Well, fasting, in a very simple definition, is the partial or complete abstinence from food slash water for a period of time for religious purposes. That is just to capture every other kind of fasting by the Jews, by the Hindus, by the Muslims, by the Christians. But for us as New Testament saints, it's beyond abstinence of certain foods, liquid water, for a season, for religious purposes. But in this case now, it is for a season of deliberate, intentional, spiritual edification. It's a season where you take out point A to point B, Fasting should be defined when you start, when you finish. In that time, your focus is largely, I'm going to increase my spiritual muscles and capacity. As I turn my plate upside down, knowing fully well that your body needs food to survive. Uh -huh. Matthew 4 verse 4 says, in the words of Jesus, man shall not live by bread alone. Which means bread is needful for the sustenance of man. Thank you, sir. But he goes on to say something there. But by every word that proceeded from God's mouth. He said, as important as food is to your body, more important to your spiritual well-being is the word of life. Are you here? Job says... In Job 23, 12, I believe it is. Thy word have I exalted more than my necessary food or necessary meat. So food is necessary. But he said, I've I, I just come to a point where I can't live without the word. Oh my, oh my. So when we fast, number one is to forego something. But if all we do is to forego something without going for another, guess what? You've achieved something I would like to call a hunger strike. Praise God. And you may get some health benefits from doing that, you know, detox and so on and so forth. But really, in terms of spiritual benefits, 
That is not the fast God commanded in Isaiah 58. So it is to turn from something commendable, but in turn to turn to something. You get it up. So I'm switching off, but I'm switching on. I'm switching off the things that feed my, my, my flesh, my emotions, my sight, my ear, my passion, my feelings, food. But as I switch off from them, I have to, at the same time, switch on. That means fasting is not going to be effective or fully beneficial if all you do is to abstain. You must engage in what? Two things in particular. More prayer, more word. So in the time of fasting, because it's a window of time, in this case, 40 days. This window should be set apart for heightened moments of prayer. <laughs> heightened moments of study. Before the 40 days and after. It's a season. What am I saying? I'm challenging you. But as we embark in this fast now, be deliberate to determine that I'll spend more time in prayer and in study. And I said in the first sentence again, you're in a ministry that has been helped by God marvelously, honestly helped <laughs> to put certain systems in place to help our prayer life. Number one, 5 a.m. GPPA. If you're a member of this church, you're not there, you haven't helped yourself. 5 a.m., one hour. You're tossing your bed like this. No, it's an opportunity. 12 noon, 12 to 1, lunch hour. You're fasting anyways, so there's no food. So convert the time for eating to praying. This takes determination. Otherwise, you just fast. Uh, uh, you ask what happened. What happened was you did not engage with understanding. That's my heart cry, my plea. My assignment today to attempt to begin to paint pictures and give understanding about fasting and prayer. Remember I said, prayer is powerful. If not one of the most powerful forces we have on the earth today. But, but to add prayer with fasting is to move you from any kind of slow lane to fast lane. This kind does not go out except by prayer and fasting. Alright. Now you find as a student of, of scriptures... That fasting is something the Old Testament saints engaged in. They fasted. And, um, but also, as we come into the New Testament, uh, fasting also was recommended and engaged by the New Testament saints as well. So, um, it's not an Old Testament phenomenon. Having said that, how and why people fast in the Old Testament is not the how and why we do so in the New Covenant. Most of the times, in the Old Testament, it was to display sorrow Penance, repentance, uh, in many regards. Um, they'll put on sackcloth and ashes um, to express the level of sorrow to, to, to God. But in the New Testament, it's not quite just for that. As Prophet Joel said, when we do fast, we don't fast, I'm paraphrasing now, we don't fast as they do. Guess what he says? Rend your heart, not your garment. So what they did was to rend their garment. It was outward. But in this case, it's an inward posture. Is a state of your heart. So it's both in the Old Testament and New Testament. In the Old Testament, there were a few reasons why they fasted. And when they fasted, hear this, sometimes people engage in a personal fast for guidance, direction, and for wisdom and for help. Sometimes 
corporate fast was called by God through the leaders for safety and protection, preservation. Sometimes a natural fast, a national fast was called for economic recovery and restoration. All in the Old Testament. Sometimes uh, fasting was called in the nation to be a part of their national repentance, their return back to God. Very powerful things. There are times that fasting changed things in the lives of people in the Old Testament. If fasting was that powerful then, how much more now? The question can be asked, man of God, Christ has come and died. He's paid the price. Why will I fast? But remember, recall in our, one of our texts, Jesus said, when the disciples came to meet him, he said, hey, master, the disciples of John, who was under the old covenant, by the way, do fast. He said, what about us? Would you teach us to fast? He said, don't you worry. Hear this. He said, as long as the bridegroom is with the bride, they don't have any cause to fast. That means, I'm here with you. I'm here to carry your stuff. Don't worry. But he says something. When the bridegroom will go, you need to fast. Is that correct? Yes, sir. It's, it's, it's Bible. Oh, it's grace, grace, grace. We don't fast. No, we believe in grace, grace. Wonderful. Fasting is grace. Fasting takes grace. Because if you fast like honor the Lord, you pack up. But even to fast in the new covenant requires grace. And it releases grace. So it takes grace to fast, and fasting releases grace. Praise God. So anyone who says that all they know is grace, grace, I, I better go, Bo, he has died for me, finished. And he came Jesus Christ, wonderful. There is a blessing for fasting. If your Lord and Master fasted, and is your example, I think we should emulate him. Praise God. Praise God. Not just that, if the New Testament saints post-resurrection fasted, we should fast. Acts 13, 1 to 4, please write. Reference, please write. And certain teachers, prophets, were gathered together. That's one. And now they were in the church that was at Antioch, certain prophets, teachers, as Barnabas Simeon, that was called Niger, Lucius of Cyrene and Manin, which had been brought up with Herod the Tetrarch and Saul, verse 2, and they ministered to the law. What? Pastor? I, good heart, created by God, can minister to God, me. It is a God minister to them. We are used to God, minister to me. Oh God, minister to, my, minister to me. See, they minister to the Lord. Wow. That means you can turn around and say, God, I've come to pour love on you. I haven't come to ask for one need. I've come to just love on you. To brag about you. How loving, how kind, how wonderful you've been to me. I've come to celebrate, to honor, to worship you. You minister to the Lord. As, you, as they began to minister to the Lord, something happened. It says, and they fasted. Yeah. So part of their ministry included what? Fasting. Right? The Holy Ghost said, separate me Barnabas and Saul. So the Holy Ghost speaks. The Holy Ghost what? He speaks. The Holy Ghost said, Separate me, Barnabas and Saul, for the work whereunto I have called them. Verse 3. And when they had fasted and prayed, what are we doing? Fasting and praying. Laid hands on them, they sent them away. So when we minister to the Lord and fasting and prayer, we'll hear the voice of the Holy Ghost. May the Holy Spirit say to you, This is the way to go. Call
May all those gray scales and gray shades of neither here and there, may God bring an amazing weight of clarity and precision. You will know who you are to marry. You will not get, not guess what. You will know what job you are to do. You won't fall into the pit your enemy dug because it looks lush and green. No, sir. You hear, this is the way to go. It is divine direction that guarantees divine protection. When you are in his will, he is committed to pay the bills. When you are in his will, he is committed to defend you. One of the greatest blessings a believer can discover is how to be led by the Holy Ghost. And the Bible says in Romans 8, 14 that any believer can be led. As many as are led by the Holy Ghost, they are the sons of God. And as we wait upon him, as we fast, may somebody's spiritual sensitivity be heightened in the name of Jesus Christ. No guesswork in this year. You know where to go, when to go, how to go in the name of Jesus Christ. Can you clap and give the Lord a praise and a shout? Somebody celebrate God for divine direction. May the Holy Ghost say to you, this is the way to go. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. In Matthew 6, in the teaching of Jesus, he used the word when for three spiritual activities. He began, verse 1, I believe it is, when you give alms, when you sow seeds. The word when is not if. It means it's a matter of time. This activity will be done. Am I correct? When the Lord returns. He will return. He's coming. Not if he returns. We're not in doubt. He's coming. When he returns. He's coming. It's a matter of time. So when you do arms means you will and you expect it to be a giver. Right? The next when speaks of prayer. It says when you pray, it says you how to pray. Don't pray like the, the Pharisees. With their long garments in the marketplace, seeking for celebration, enter the closet, shut the door, pray to your father in secret, and your God who sees you in secret shall reward you openly. But look at this in verse number 16, is my concern, all the way to 18. Moreover, when you fast, wow, be not as the hypocrites of a sad countenance, for they disfigure their face, says, that they may appear unto men to fast. Verily I say unto you, they have their reward. But thou, when thou fastest, when again, anoint thine head and wash thy face, that thou appear not unto men to fast, but unto thy father which is in secret, and thy father which seeth in secret shall reward thee openly. So one way not to fast is to obviously, visibly, show your fasting. You know, in the office, ah, our church, 40 days old. Ah, we're on a 40 day fast. You already shared it. And I pray you survive the 40 days. Yeah? <laughs> Praise God. Hallelujah. Ah, no. Ah, why not? 40 days. 40 days. 40 days. Number two, don't look the parts. When your, your chauffeur tells you, oh, okay, ah, there's no fuel. No fuel. Ah, we'll buy friends. No, 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 no. It's, it's fasting. So when we're fasting, we're prone to becoming more sensitive. That's where the devil can try husband and wife, father and children, 
pastor and flock, flock and eh, church members, church workers. Oh boy, we're fasting. Calm down. Beware. When you fast, there are things that will come your way. Trust the Lord for grace to hold your body under. Walk in love. Maintain joy. Don't be like this in the office. Ah, Sule, what's happening now? Ah, we're fasting. You know, there's a particular religion in our nation that when they fast, you know they're fasting. You just know. Number one, when they're done fasting, the three meals that miss you cleared. Combine breakfast, lunch, and so forth. Ah, wonderful fast. Fasting, ah, you cry, not just that, you don't talk, you have to talk very carefully because they can shout at you. Don't you have fasting? Stop. So when you fast, don't display to the world that you're fasting. It's the heart. Enter the closet. Let it be between you and your God. Anoint yourself means look good. But your mouth smells like you can't fast. No, your mouth shouldn't smell when you're fasting. Look good. Praise God. Praise the Lord, somebody. Are you still here? Are you still here? All right. In the first service, I read out Apostle Paul's curriculum vitae. I will just reference it for you to read in 2 Corinthians 11, 23-27. It's an amazing resume. Very amazing. It's not like how we think today. I have the jet, the car, the house, the shoe. No. He was talking about some stuff that tough, tough man. Receive 40 stripes, save one. Thrice was I beaten with rods. Once was I stoned. Thrice I suffered. Blah, 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 blah. But he says something at the end. In perils in the sea, in perils among false brethren, in weariness and painfulness, in watchings often, in hunger and thirst, in fastings often, in cold and nakedness. So, what I'm bringing out here, he separated hunger and thirst from fast. Did you hear me? I know, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. When you don't have what to eat, what to drink, you can convert to a fast. You can. But in this case, the point here is, you are denying yourself of the opportunity and the privilege to be able to eat and drink by choice for the purpose of drawing near to him to build intimacy. That's fasting, not hunger and thirst. But it is true, you can convert your hunger time, thirst to fasting, but they're two different things. Hunger and thirst means really you're hungry, there's nothing to eat. But fasting is that you've chosen by evolution. I'm gonna reduce, if not limit, use of social media, entertainment, and all the things that normally will give you pleasure. You're gonna trim down. Because this fasting is beyond, some people can reduce food and they still increase other pleasures. It depends on the aim. The aim is to shut down and to put on. So whatever hinders you, putting on word and prayer, shut it down. And it can be different for different people. So be sincere to yourself. You know what they do, what you really like. So I can't do without this thing for one day. Ah, Coca-Cola. Ah, my Coke. My Coke. My Coke. Praise God. All right, we're almost there. Three kinds of fast. Normal fast, which is what we're engaging by God's grace, simply means no solid food, but take water, liquid, water. No food, per se, water. We'll break our fast typically at the end of the day. Um, so know that. Second kind of fast is partial fast. 
Partial fast simply speaks of abstinence of certain kinds of foods and drinks. Absent of select, especially the ones that give you real pleasure. It was a kind of fast Daniel engaged in, in Daniel 1.12 and Daniel 1.8. I read you hearing, but Daniel proposed in his heart that he would not defile himself with a portion of the king's meat, 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 meat. Nor with the wine, 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 which he drank. Therefore, he requested of the prince of the eunuchs that he might not defile himself. Verse 12 says, prove thy servants. I wish thee ten days, ten days fast, yeah? And let them give us pauls to eat and water to drink. It was fast. Pauls, vegetable, vegetable soup, then water for ten days. You know the story? At the tenth day, they look fresher and fatter than those who were wine and dine with the king's meat. That's power. That's grace. Daniel 10.3 I ate no pleasant bread. Uh, partial, yeah? No pleasant bread. Neither came flesh nor wine in my mouth. Neither did I annoy myself at all. Till three whole weeks were fulfilled. Uh, just in case you assume we're in Daniel fast, we're not. I just heard somebody say, ah, okay, I'm, go I'm doing this one. You can do the one. <laughs> do normal, I'm doing partial. No, we're not doing partial. We're doing normal. Praise God. I just heard that my spirit. Ah, okay, that's what I like. I can eat bagri, no meat. I've left meat. I'm fasting. I'm bala, No error, no shake. That's not fasting. Praise God. If we're doing it, let's do it well. Let's 40 days. Let's do it well, Lou. The difference will show at the end, though. Will you come out in spirit of power? <laughs> oh, the spirit of added weights. Ah, bro, are you fasting with us? <laughs> so I'll be watching all of you now. Pastor Nando, I'll be watching all of us. But the thing is that some of us are already so sleep, you don't know whether we lost weight at all. But okay, can they tell if we lost weight? Yes. That's how God made us from heaven. Praise the Lord. But some of you, I can tell you, I'll be watching. Sister Sansu, I won't call your name, I'm seeing you now. Brother Sansu. <laughs> Alright, so there's a complete fast which means abstinence from both food and water. That's what we call today dry fast. Dry fast. And sometimes you go to some churches, they give you dry fast for seven days to drive away the demon. They must be dry fast. This demon is just to need dry one. No, it's not the fast that drives the demon per se. Uh, not like that. It's not an Africa. Nah, they have gone. No. The fast is to position you for spiritual activity. So the body is weakened that the spirit will rise. Kondayata. Huh? So don't be on a point appointment. I'm fasting. I will get breakthrough. No. As you switch off, switch on. It's important key. Increase your what level in this season. Get books, materials. Praise God. Praise God. Complete fast is abstinence from food and water. Moses did it. Exodus 34, 28. Saul did it when he was converted. Acts 9, 9, 3 days. Moses, 40 days. Esther and the Jews. Esther 4, 16, 17. 3 days. So you go and fast and pray and I'll go and see the king. So, uh, these are examples of a complete fast. The word of caution. Um, if you've not been used to fasting, don't embark on 40 days. You really need to be revived to revive. You will really need that revival. 
So don't embark. So start gently. Start one day dry, two dry, three dry, grow, graduate. So the body can get adjusted. Ah, I'm doing 10 days. So, ah, this mountain must move. You may move yourself. This is in level and grace. So praise God. And you grow in it. The more you do it, the more you get accustomed to it. Very important. Said in the first service, by way of wisdom and caution, if you have any health challenges, I trust God that in the season of fasting and prayer, that God will break forth, break forth, break forth with light and break forth healing your way. Praise the Lord. But there are great major issues you know. Um, you can't go all the way till the evening or whatever it is. Uh, measure where you are in the law. Uh, don't, don't do what others do. Ah, <laughs> we'll be point what are you doing the corporate fast come on yeah, 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 it's not power it's just you. Uh, every man according to his faith but if you have the faith to go on go ahead it's a word of caution because sometimes we do this is very legalistically and uh, we endanger people for, for no reason praise the Lord somebody is that alright that is not also an excuse not to fast don't let the devil give you an excuse that you miss the power that's contained there do it the young children who attend to fast in their teens dry fast. So it's how you begin to do it to get accustomed to the grace. How to engage the fast? Number one, consecrate the season as we'll do shortly. Number two, have focus and target. Focus and target. Right now what you expect, what you desire so that at the end you compare. Am I there? Am I not there? Yeah. One focus for us as we know is a desire for intimacy. I want to know you. That should be on all of our list. In these 40 days, a deeper walk. Then other things can, can combine that. Your healing, your breakthrough, and all of that. All important. Praise God. Um, I will close by reading Isaiah 58 very quickly. And then we engage the communion and we'll worship our God. <sighs> there is a fast that God has prescribed and commanded. And there are blessings thereof. Please explain this blessing by God's grace as we're giving a fast in Isaiah 58. I want to read from verses 6 to 11. As you hear them, just shout a big amen thunderously as you receive and believe. Is not this the fast that I've chosen to lose the burdens of wickedness, to undo the heavy burdens, and to let the oppressed go free? And that you break every yoke. Is it not to deal thy bread to the hungry? And that thou, and that your amen was only one. You don't want to give? You want to chop a low? The time of fast demands your generous, your liberal, your intentional to give to those who don't have. It's part of it. All right? I will find moments to do that. All right. Only, and you say amen. Everybody, okay. Ah. You like the oppressed free. Hey, now to give yourself. We go do all Now full package you. <laughs> Praise God. So I'll rewind against I hear a big amen there. <laughs> Is it not to deal their bread to the hungry? And I'll bring the poor that are cast out to thy house. <laughs> when thou seest the naked, naked, that thou cover him. And that thou hide not thyself from thine own flesh. Then shall thy light break forth as the morning, and thine hell shall spring forth speedily, and thy righteousness shall go before thee. The glory of the Lord shall be thy reward. 
Then shalt thou call and the Lord shall answer. Thou shalt cry and he shall say, here I am. If thou take away from the midst of thee the yoke, in putting forth of the finger and speaking vanity, and if thou draw out thy soul to the hungry, and satisfy the afflicted soul, then shall thy light rise in obscurity, and thy darkness be as a new day. And the Lord shall guide thee continually and satisfy thy soul in drought and make thy bones fat and thou shalt be like a watered garden and like a spring of water whose waters fail not. Rise up. Begin to draw down these virtues and blessings and benefit of the Lord's commanded fast, especially in the next 40 days. Will you lift your voice? Say, these are mine. As I turn my plate and as I turn to God, oh God, I receive these blessings and these benefits. New depth of intimacy with you. I will walk closer with you. Shataka. Pray in the Holy Ghost. Let scales before our eyes fall off. Let veils cover our heart be lifted. Let your light shine, bring light, illumination, direction, and counsel. In the name of Jesus Christ, let your light shatter every iota of darkness. Let healing break forth in this house in the next few days. Let strength, vigor, vitality be our portion. Everyone in any kind of pit, we declare, declare that pit permits you. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, every band of wickedness assailed round about God's people. In these days, we declare by the reason of the anointing, some bands of wickedness are broken and destroyed. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, chains and fetters be broken, yokes be destroyed. As we wait upon the Lord, we renew energy, renew strength, vigor, vitality. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. We believe that you have been tremendously blessed by the ministry of Apostle Goodhart Obi Ekweme. It is our conviction that this message has begun a mighty work in your life, and we pray that the grace for prompt obedience to the Word of God will rest upon you. We look forward to hear and celebrate your testimonies with great expectations.